entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Turn the music up, turn me down. Google. Let's go get him again. This time is for the money, my nigga. Brooklyn, stand up. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's TBD. We're back in the building. A little gloomy outside today. Is it? That's not what I heard. I heard it's a pretty nice day today. My girl took me. It's nice outside. I mean, I ain't calling your girl the devil, but the devil is a liar now. So I just want to let you know, it ain't as nice as it looks out there. <laughs> that might be the theme for today because it's long. Like people be looking at a lot of things, and it's like it's nice. Like they think it's nice, or they hear like the names and like, oh yeah, like you know, legend. Bull's a legend. Mm-hmm. Of course he better than so-and-so and then you get into the nitty-gritty of it and it's like nah bro that ain't this ain't that i mean it's like you you look at a you look at a track list of a of a release and shit and you're like oh that 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 feature gonna be crazy you got right. the name you turn that joint on you gotta skip it halfway through because it's like damn this ain't even what i came here for yikes i'm not really here for that I'm not here for that at all. So are you, you know, saying? I'm sorry. Is this what are you saying? So are you saying that some guys in these leagues aren't as good as people think they are, or are people latching onto onto names and not looking at the nitty gritty? People are latching on to the wrong shit, mm. and a lot of it's self inflicted. Mm. A lot of it has to do with the influence within the league and allegiance to teams or players like that's just what it's always been and like like we 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 don't accept things for what they are mm. like your eyes is telling you what's what's really going on but when you start adding in different factors different fandoms different factions and shit it's like all right i can't even really have conversations with you about certain things you mean like drake Depending on who you ask him, he's the greatest thing to ever touch the mic. But a lot of people will say he's not at all. He's not nowhere near that. He's he's average. He's subpar. He's just a guy. He's good, but he's he's not he's not the best ever. They try to put they try to taint what Drake do because he just so happened to have a talent to be able to touch different things, touch all these different platforms, do different things, different ways, different genres, the whole nine. People see that in ball, and it's like, damn, like, yeah. Yeah, James Harden do all this other stuff better, but, like, give me D-Wade because he played D. And it's like, okay, I get it, but, like, you can't just discredit all the other stuff that James Harden can do because you feel like defense matters here. Right. Like, all of a sudden, Drake not a good artist because he don't he didn't give you an album full of rap. Uh, that's you setting some type of untouchable, unachievable, you know, reason to keep someone out of a conversation or, or to diminish what someone's doing. And it's like, 
those self-imposed narratives that you want guys to live up to, it'll never happen because they're self-imposed. There are things that you think that guy can never do. We probably will never get a whole album from Drake of all bars. 12 songs, 13 songs, 14 songs of all bars. You know what would happen if he did that? If he gave us 12 songs of him just rapping, you know what's going to come after that. No, he didn't give us 16, bro. He should have gave us 16 songs. It's always been 16 songs when the CDs was dropping back in my era when I liked it best because... Okay, bro, whatever. But he just did what you asked him to do. So now you're moving to goalposts again. It's like, you can't win with people like that. It's a waste of a conversation. Because I'm strolling through the halls of work today. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is how it always starts. Strolling through the halls at work. Here, Here we go. Very prestigious place ESPN is. So you would think sometimes you you would think that's the last place you hear some bullshit. You would think. You would think. You would think. So I'm walking. I'm hearing, you know. I mean, hit me. Yo, yo. We not about to not at motherfuckers in this shit. We's at in motherfuckers. We not about to talk around people. We not about to talk around people. We right at people. I'm walking past TV. I see my man Eric in that joint. Sad face because we was tapping his ass in spades, me and my brother. You know, undefeated. We really can't really be not undefeated, but like we're untouchable, like unfuckwittable. Not not a not a fab song, but like, you know what I mean? You don't even fab. I'm sorry. Stop. Been Stop. been doing that desert storm thing before you even could take a breath. So take audio, it easy. Audio. Like I see E, I'm like, yo, what's up, bro? Then I see Miles. You know, Miles is the guy who even initiated this whole Harden and D Wade debate. So I just had a feeling he was going to come with me with some more bullshit. <laughs> he didn't. I ended up walking away. <clears throat> to go back to where we are in radio. And he hit me with an interesting question. He said, yo. I said, yo. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yo, what's your, uh, what's your 15 best all-time players? And I'm, th- I'm sitting there I'm thinking, I'm like, where is he going with this? Because. 15 is a lot of people to name, and right, you will be splitting hairs with a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially in that conversation. And then he hit the preface with the, well, where's KD? Is KD in your all-time 15? So I start chuckling. Like, if I ask you, yo, KD in your all-time 15, are you just going to snap with a quick yes, or are you going to, like, how would you answer that? Yes. Like, obviously, like, there's no a while to answer. That. I didn't know if that was rhetorical. Didn't know if that was rhetorical. This is what I, this is what I'm telling you. <laughs> didn't know if it was rhetorical or not, because I knew you knew my damn ass. I, I was just sitting here. Listen, I was enjoying the show like everybody else. I was just like, all right, go ahead, Yates. Story so now, time. <laughs> so now I'm stuck with like, all right. Do I answer in a way that I can get like a quick explanation for such a ridiculous question? Or do I just jump all the way in the conversation and say something crazy like he top two? Just to see where we're going with this. So, you know, I I pick the middle. I'm like, ah, oh, he probably 
in my like top eight, maybe I had to sit down and think about it. Why? And it's some random boy that I don't know. God bless, God, God bless his soul. <laughs> he said, bro, KD not in the top 15. I said, how, Sway? If I told you KD not in the top 15, what would you say to me? I would tell you just to, to put down the drugs, bro. And I would probably check you into rehab on some real shit. Just because, like... At least you care about me. That's what I'm saying. Like, how, though? It's like, how? Like, I mean... I'm, I mean, we can go back and forth on whether or not the past five years, six years, who's the best player in the league between LeBron and KD. Like, that's a serviceable argument. But to say that a seven-foot shooter, score, defensive juggernaut is not top 15 players to ever play in the NBA – is just blasphemous. Like it's it's a complete joke. But like people gonna get mad at you because you called him a defensive juggernaut, but like whole time he was a very intricate and important and pivotal part of the Warriors run. Right. Go look at those Warriors analytics. Thanks. Yeah, I, you know, that's not even a thing we sponsor over here. <laughs> I'm cool on that whole analytics conversation, but like the proof's in the pudding, and you know, that's whatever. But like I'm asking, boy, and I'm like, ain't no way, ain't no way. He just asked me that. Like, it can't be. Gotta be. Got. Gotta be throwing me the craziest right hook. Like, well, is this player who has similar numbers in the? He ain't even do that. I just simply said, I said, just name me some player. So he goes, you know, doesn't even say Jordan first, which is kind of, I ain't like that. So he starts naming players, Shaq. I'm like, okay. Bron, I'm like, okay. Magic, I'm like, okay. Larry Bird, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, Mr. Lewis. <laughs> Larry Bird, I said, damn, he didn't even say Mike. He didn't even say Kobe. Mike before Larry Bird is, I mean, Larry Bird before Mike is crazy. He ain't even say, like, I don't know. Hakeem. Hakeem. Kareem. Hell, Isaiah. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Anybody. Anybody before Larry Bird. Like, I, now, now, I get it. Larry Legend. I hinted at it earlier. He's a legend. We get it. We know. He's tough. Finals runs. Chips, black versus white, him versus magic, the ushering in of like unity, all that. I get it. I get it. I get it. But that man not better than Kevin Durant, though. Nah. He's just not. I mean, I don't feel like I'm going out on a limb and saying no crazy shit. Because the way I look at it, if you in the top 15, that means at worst, you at least top three in your position. Top four. I mean, excluding the center position, which you could make your own top, damn near top ten out of. Yeah. And I didn't, I was going to pull that card out. Or I was going to like, well, all right, take all the centers away because you can make a whole list with just them. Where would Kevin Durant fall into your tops? He would have to. He would have to fall into. I mean, he rises drastically. I mean, it takes him from. I don't know, like, say you put Shaq, Kareem, Bill, and 
Hakeem as your first four, and then you got Jordan and Magic, and then I don't know Kobe and Brian, and like now it sounds crazy. It's like, well, damn, where Brian and all that? Like, Brian's probably better than those big men, but like you can make a strong case for the bigs to be ranked higher than LeBron because of bullshit. Like, oh, three and six in the finals, yeah. To me, that says he got there nine times. <laughs> to me. I don't mean I ain't a math major now, but hello. <laughs> We're talking about Brian right now. It's like you're telling me Larry Bird's better than KD. And then he tried to tell me, well, mentality. Kobe and Jordan, Kobe and Jordan had a mentality that everybody in the league wanted to. I'm like, okay, but when you hear the word mentality, you don't think Larry Bird. At all. You would never think Larry Bird because the two people who you do think of when it comes to that thing, they're the faces. They're faces. Faces on the Rushmores. Yeah. <laughs> the scoring one, the, the the fierce competitor one, all those Mount Rushmores you want to make, they're one there before that Larry Legend guy ever even gets a, a, a consideration. Yeah, that's that's fair. And I'm just – so I'm going to ask you, like – is is that crazy to say? No, I don't think that's crazy to say at all. I think it's very practical to say. <laughs> <laughs> you tell, oh, before you even go, because I got I got to throw in the, the intricate part that really you know gets the whole thing going, and it's oh well, he had to go and play with all these guys, and his mentality is soft, and he took the easy way out. And I'm gonna bring that back full circle when you finish your point because it's like a it's a it's an effect that we have in the league right now. First off, that whole notion is is just bullshit because we are seeing why Kevin Durant decided to leave in the first place. That guy Russell Westbrook, who you guys love so much, who is a talented basketball player, which I have, I, have to, I literally have, I literally have to preface this every single time I go on my rants because motherfuckers believe that because I'm critiquing the player, I'm I think that he is ass or I think that he is not a good basketball player, and that's just not the case. Russell You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to talk practically about people's favorite players because then you're a hater and they're not good and all of a oh, sudden. Oh, I was never good with dealing with authority and following directions. So it was always unable to follow directions on my report card. So I I, I mean, this is just this is this has always been me. But like I said, Russell Westbrook is an elite talent. Like he's a one-of-one one player. But you're seeing now why he wasn't able, why KB wasn't able to win with Russ. Uh, Russ is an inefficient player. Um, he's also a player who's ball dominant and is very unuseful uh, without the ball. So when you have a player who's, you're supposed to be your point guard and supposed to get you in your offenses, which we were talking about earlier about offenses, the point guard is so important and so prevalent on how good of a team you can really be. You look at the Sixers. That's the main reason why the Sixers have had so much trouble is because they haven't had enough scoring from their point guard position. They've had the defense. They've had the rebounding of Ben Simmons. But because Ben Simmons is not a good shooter and refuses to shoot, that hinders that team. It's the same reason with Russell Westbrook and the Oklahoma City Thunder. It was harder to get offensive going. It was hard to catch a flow. You, it, 
it, it was too erratic for a guy like KD to really maximize KD. You need a cohesive offensive flow. And that's what he was, that's what he wasn't getting. And so when he leaves there, you saw the full growth. Like as soon as he leaves, that's when people were like, Oh damn, like, Katie might be better than Braun. Like that wasn't a big conversation until he left Oklahoma City. Until he left Oklahoma City and went to went to the Warriors and walked down Braun and was hitting shots and became Finals MVP. That's when everybody was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! He might be the like." You just gotta you gotta use your eyes. You gotta you gotta look at the game. It's not hard. See, that's true. And like the, the funny thing is like that erraticness that was the thunder was always stemmed and leveled off by James Harden. Which is another great point. Yeah. Like if they don't pick Serge Ibaka, who Kevin Durant accidentally picked in a ranking of a top. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll stumble into we'll that. We'll spin the block. <laughs> we'll spin the block on that one for sure. But it's like like Harden stemmed the tide for that team with the erratic play, which is something that obviously Kevin Durant needed because you need some semblance of calm in the midst of chaos, especially on the floor. Because yeah. it's much more on the floor that goes into just coming on a down screen, picking the ball up, ISO, like all that stuff is way more nuanced than people give it credit for. Agreed. But it's funny that you said, like, oh, well, like, people started thinking KD was bull after he won the chip or, like, when he was doing all that en route to the first chip. And it's, like, I feel like the only people who was, like, finally accepting of him being that good of a player in regards to comparison to LeBron, what's the LeBron fans? The LeBron fans have a unique hold on the fabric of the NBA. Like since he came into the league, where are you going it's with not this? Brian's fault. I'm sorry. I said, where are you going with this? I'm just saying it's not it's not Bron's fault, but it's just something like I would love to see some someone make a doc about the LeBron effect. I mean, because it's a thing, and not all of it is negative. A lot of it, a lot more of it is positive than negative. But when you are a transcendent star like LeBron. People are going to gravitate towards you, of course. Right. Probably the best player we ever seen. Nothing wrong with that. But that turns a solid fan base into a maniacal fan base. That turns Jordan fans into LeBron haters and LeBron fans into Jordan haters. And now it's, oh, well, Mike wasn't really that good. LeBron isn't really that good. It's like, uh, we're splitting hairs here. But the bigger thing is the effect that he has had on the league. When we was younger, it wasn't, yo, Mac had 35, AI just had 42, Vince just had 49. That's what the conversation was. It was never, yo, yeah, but like AI shot 12 of 42. We wasn't caring about percentages like that until you happen to see at the end of the first and second year, third year of LeBron career, he's shooting 60-something percent from the field. You're like, hold on. The man is average 25, shooting 60, 64%. Oh, we should pay attention. So now all of a sudden, you done, you done opened up an analytics book for people to tell you shit like, 
oh, well, Allen Iverson wasn't that good of a scorer because he took inefficient shots per Elias and all this and that. Nah, boss. No. That's not a blame of LeBron. That just shows how unique he is. But his fan base is the problem. Because they they view him in such a high regard, and as they should. But it turns them into people who are fucking the game up when it comes to having conversations about shit. <laughs> like just think about who are the play, who are the players that most people in the league, not even in the league, most fans hate. I would probably say Braun, Katie, Kyrie, and Curry. Katie, Kyrie, Curry. Kyrie's an interesting one. Everyone hates Kyrie. I don't know why. I get it though, but. That's a different conversation. You gotta have your chakras in order for some shit like that. But um, you know, Kyrie was once a beloved unit for the Le- for the LeBron fans. Then they had a little breakup, go their separate ways. Most LeBron fans I know have turned on Kyrie. Oh, he's not a winner. Uh, yeah, he hit a couple shots. Like it, it went from he hit the biggest shot. In the finals, so he hit a couple shots. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the effect. People now try to slight these accomplishments from like all-time legends that we're watching. I don't know. I, I can't I can't fully agree to that. In the Just Kyrie, think about it. How in many the Kyrie Rome though? How many Brown fans you know? I know a lot. I mean, I know a decent amount of Brown fans. Ask them how they feel about Kyrie. But I don't they, I think but I think people are saying that about Kyrie, not because of the fact that there was a risk. That's why I say his situation is unique. That's why I say, yeah, I, I would say more so because of what happened in Boston. A lot of people would say you get you get traded. I mean, That's you get bad. traded there and you kind of seem to disrupt that whole team and then you end up getting moved again. Like, I, I mean, even though, even though they're still ass now, thanks to Brad Stevens, whatever. But. The other two players, is there a reason to hate Steph Curry? No, there's no reason to hate like, Steph what, what, what did he do to just become a villain in the NBA? Win a bunch of games, try to get a championship and beat LeBron in the course of doing it? He, he's like, um, it's like when you have the popular kid and, um, and you have two other friends, right? And the one friend wants to be friends with the popular kid. And the other friend is mad at the popular kid because his friend wants to be his friend. That's the same thing. You mad at Steph Curry because KD wanted to come and you kind of said, what's up, KD? If you want to come hoop here, it's open. What's up? And he decided to come fuck with you and win a chip. Like you mad at him because KD fucked with him? Like, (laughs) is that what we're talking about? (laughs) And that's what I'm saying. And it's like, as we get, as LeBron ages, his fan base is now starting to come back down to earth a little bit. Like they're more accepting of how good Steph Curry is. It's probably because he's not in a position to win anymore. But, but I want to ask you like that. I feel like that, that, that you just, you, um, you kind of reference a bigger issue of do you believe so like you talked about age 
is it the age factor that's preventing people from giving some of these younger players who are doing very special things from casting them in in this light and in the spot of oh like they are a top three player in their position like they're better than Larry Bird because Larry Bird has the lineage has the history of man Larry Bird was crazy Larry Bird was this Larry Bird was that and yes guys are talking about guys in the league right now but when you have those all-time conversations it's more of a historical conversation and not a who actually is the most talented because I feel like if you took a if you took that list and you took you know, guys like incorporated all the players. They, there'd be a lot more guys like a Joel Embiid who'd be in that type of conversation that guys are hesitant in putting him in because it may be a recency bias type of thing or you feel as though they haven't done enough in the league. I think it's a, it's probably, that's probably a leading factor in a lot of these discussions and outlooks on stuff because as you get older, you start to appreciate certain players more. You start to appreciate what they accomplished, what they couldn't, and you get a different outlook on the game. So, like, you look back on it, a 16-year-old might look and be like, oh, the Lakers, they went on the time. How did they end up losing to, like, who's Chauncey Billups, you know? But in reality, it's like, oh, I see why the Lakers lost. They lost to a actually good team. Oh, the the Heat lost to the Mavericks. What? Dirk Nowitzki is just old. Like he's okay. Like you know, that age difference. That age difference means a lot. So I think I'd agree that the, that that the age definitely plays a part in these conversations because, like I said, you could make a top five, top ten list on with, with almost all bigs. And a lot of the bigs that's going to end up on that list are going to be guys that you haven't even ever seen play. Thanks. You just heard in a barbershop of how good so-and-so was. That's facts, though. Like, that that's where a lot of these conversations stem from, like, is in the barbershop, especially in our communities. So it's just like, is... Like, it, it, it's, it's weird because you're kind of in a catch-22. It's like, yeah, Bill Russell was great, but... Bill Russell isn't doing what the fuck Joel Embiid is doing right now. Like I had this conversation and someone, someone got mad at me. I'm like, I said to them, I said, look, Joel Embiid to me is the most skilled center I've ever seen play. And when I say that I'm taking into account everything that he can do individually versus all the other centers next to him. Exactly. Now, being the most skilled does not equate to being the most dominant or the best player or, you know, th- those I are. It, I think it does equate to being the best player. If you're the most skilled, that's no, what you he's, he's, not he's, he's not better than Shaq. I, I wouldn't know. I would say he's, he's not more dominant than Shaq. There's a difference. Shaq was extremely dominant, but okay. he's not a better player than Joel Embiid. No, he's not. I don't know about that. I don't think that that's – it's the same thing with Harden. You talk about Harden being – in the D-Way conversation, you talk about Harden being being this elite player, changing the game, doing things that motherfuckers have never done before. And you say that he's better than D-Way. So in this same – if you're going to use that argument, you can't pick and choose. It's, it's applicable in this same one as well. Yes! We finally got a breakthrough. 
That's that's how you talk. <laughs> that's how you talk. Whenever niggas start talking about the game, man, if you're not a if you're not able to break things down in the subcategories of tangible conversation, we can't have conversations anymore. Talk to me like that. <laughs> Talk to me like that when we're having a conversation about who's better than somebody or or what you're taking over what. Like, if we're talking totality of a player, your top five, top ten list is going to be completely different. And like you said earlier, it's going to reflect a, a lot more guys in today's game than the guys in the past. Because it sounds crazy to say Joel Embiid is more skilled in the dream when – and B went to the dream to learn the dream shape. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A hundred percent. That's true. But if I naturally have the more have more skill, and I take some things from the guy who was the godfather of that skill for that position, how do you not expect me to be considered more skilled than you? That's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm teaching you a bunch of shit and you're the pupil, like, if the greatest golfer in the world taught Tiger Woods and Tiger Woods is considered the greatest golfer ever, Tiger just took the skills from the greatest golfer in the world and he became that. The town's there. (laughs) It's just naturally there. It's okay to say these things. Like, it's okay to say someone is having a better season than someone who's better than them. Yeah, sure. Because that happens. The best player in the league rarely, rarely consistently has the best season every single year. It's not, a, it, it's hard to do. It's sports. It's not turn on 2K and just go ahead. The only thing on 2K is Kyle Brown in the NBA is Kevin Durant at seven foot being a two guard. That's it. Thanks. Cause... That's it. Because 2K will have Taco Fall scoring 35 on you. And still can't hit the three. And Taco Fall can't even get no burn. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, I, I just don't understand how, <laughs> how we cannot have these conversations and be able to, if, if you're going to talk to me or to you or to just have a conversation about who's better than somebody else, and then you bring up untangible, intangible things like, like heart, like, like mentality, <laughs> you know, like I'm not, I can't, I can't, I can't listen to that because yeah, it plays a factor in it, but that is not the derivative and the sole factor of someone being a better player than someone else. I just can't subscribe to that mentality. I can't, I don't know about you. I'm cool. But I'm cool. Okay, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. You're going to tell me so-and-so was Kawhi Leonard's better than KD because he got better defense than him? Okay, maybe. But you ain't going to say, oh, he's more aggressive than him. That's why I think he's better. No, 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 no. You're not looking at the game. Because we know he's not a better scorer. <laughs> nah, he can't be. We're not looking at the – you're not looking at the game. But that's where you start noticing that's just people's biases coming in and and grasping and grabbing for things to prove their point. And that's what we're here for. We're trying to strip down the conversations to the most simplistic forms. Like, 
Everyone loves Lonzo Ball. Loves him. Love the guy. I don't. You do. I'm a big fan of Ball. He's he's a Laker disciple. He's a Laker alumni. Alumnus. That's fine. Kobe descended from the. No. Kobe descended. He was there. Nah. Kobe was there. Just happened to be at the mall when everybody else was there. (laughs) He just happened to be there. He happened to be at KOP, bro. Yeah, he just happened to be there. Oh (laughs) shit! I happened to see AI today. You know, I'm. He just happened to be there. You happened to be at the Applebee's? No, sorry, the Fridays. Hey, I call Friday down on, on the city line. Like I'm cool, man. I'm cool. I'm not. I'm not here for that. But like, those are the same people who can't explain to me why this guy is in and out of the lineups, and you know all that. Oh, look what he did at UCLA. Shit, like it's it's a long time since we've seen. Like he's playing better. Not well enough, though. But like. He's the reason why they lost that nationally televised game last night. You got to know your personnel. You got to know the situation. It's not college no more. You can't have, like, we will excuse gameplay, like, game time situations um, for collegiate athletes because, I mean, you're a collegiate athlete. You're still going to school. I mean, you're not a professional. That's the difference. When you're at the pros, there is no, like, games are won and lost by possessions. By the little things in those possessions as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, the small things. You can't be you can't be up by three and see the guy driving down the lane and sag off your man who's capable of shooting the three at a NBA average and you let him get the ball for the kick out and he scores like on you like after coach after you just had a timeout and coach told you no threes and that's the thing i would have loved to have heard what they were preaching in that timeout i was about to say you didn't hear what he said after the game by who he, he who was he um the pelicans head coach mr van gundy himself uh, I did not hear what he said. What he said was that 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 play that Lonzo had was terrible. One, he said that he told them in the huddle not to allow a three. And he said that a high school player could have made that play and could have executed that play better than Lonzo did. (laughs) (sighs) It's almost. (laughs) It's almost like this shit writes itself. Literally. Because it those are the little nuances that I don't think people pay attention to enough. No. Like those principles are obvious. It's high school level shit. You have simple math in your brain. You know three minus two. <laughs> you know that. Absolutely know that. Not only are you on the floor playing defense, you look and happen to see a guy driving towards the rim, which means the value in which his bucket would be is a only is, is only a simple two points. You can't lose that way. You can't. 
unless someone fouls him and then it's like, oh, but in that point in time, everyone else on the floor knows, yo, a two can't beat us. How many times do you hear that on pickup? Facts. Two, yo, no two, yo. <laughs> in this case, it's no three, yo, no three, yo, one stop. <laughs> so you help off of the Knicks' best three-point shooter in the you know, the notorious corners, the Bruce Bowen corners, if you like to call them that. Nah. A lot of people tell you it's probably the easiest three to make. Easiest, for sure. It ain't like he shooting from Curry range 65 feet away. Simple shot. He lost the game. And it's, it's those type of small things that people need to pay attention to. Because like when I start having conversations with people like like the D Wade thing, for example, basketball influence matters. Agree. If we're gonna get all into the weeds about certain players and who does what better, you can't just lean on defense to me. Because if I say yo, I'm I'm a better defender than you. But then you turn around and tell me all the things that you do on a basketball court better than me. Like, what? where does that leave me? Being a good defender? <laughs> Being about- a good defender, that's it. Being a good defender. You're just a good defender. <laughs> like, like, you'll never say, like, oh, James Harden is just a good scorer. Like, you'll never say that. <sighs> You know, just the the operative word is just. That's fair. I guess he's not just a good scorer. I mean, and then the second word is good. Like it's, it's like, bro. First of all, he's not just a good like a good scorer is like like Will Barton's a good scorer. You know, Gary Trent's a good scorer. Like Will Barton. That's it. You could go get a bucket, Tony Rowan, your guy, process shit. He's a good scorer. Jordan Crawford. Fuck with Tony Rowan. You mean a Isaiah good scorer? No, I, I can't fuck with Isaiah Cannon. I'm cool off of him. But Tony Rowan, I fuck with him. He was solid. But it's I'm just like ball. it's just like you I, I feel like I feel like we gotta start giving more more praise to the guys who really impact the game. I think that's fair. I think there's a lot of guys that but I mean, just like we were talking about earlier, I think it's just harder for people to to give people that credit just because it's 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 fresh and it's happening now. And there's this notion that if you're playing now and if you're still playing, there's no way you can be better than the grades before you. And that's like that's that's just a fallacy. It's just like saying I have an iPhone four and it's and my iPhone four is going to be better than my iPhone. 10x like that's not the case my iphone 10x is a newer product it is it just works just in 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 there like that's just not a thing like it's just mind-boggling for people to like even i mean you can talk about like the different like the different type of talent in the errors because there was different types of talent but guys today are way more athletic and and way more talented than guys in the past and that's not it's not necessarily diminishing the game in the past it's just noticing the differences like guys should be more athletic guys should be more talented because they 
they've seen the history. They've already, they, they've seen the playbook. So they're like, okay, I can take this, modify it and make it my own and create something new, which we do in everyday life. They're called innovations. And it's like, <laughs> like you have to give, like I had this conversation with somebody and you're like, yo, um, where does Steph Curry rank in like your all time players? And I'm like, Honestly, bro, he could mess around and get in the top 10 on time. Like he retires, so you, you got a you got a case that he could be in that top 10. All-time players? He has a chance to be there. I think you can like when you stack up his career, whenever it ends, there's going to be a case for him to be a top 10 player. You're right. I mean, unanimous MVP. I mean, you got two MVPs, one of them unanimous, 402 threes and in, in but you know what they made, but but the way, way they're gonna kill him at is no finals MVP to this day, right now, currently, no finals MVP, and people are gonna kill him for that for having three chips or whatever, but in no finals MVP. That's so. fine. I mean, which is weird because corny ass Andre Iguodala should not have gotten that fucking MVP finals MVP. That was the weirdest fucking thing in the world. Sixers fans hated it, at least the real Sixers fans did, because if you liked it, you're a weirdo. Well, you know why he got it. I mean, that's just the greatness of LeBron. Like, the Warriors won a championship. LeBron went fucking crazy, lost the finals, and he got a finals MVP for making it, quote, unquote, kind of hard on LeBron. I mean, he did He did make it as tough as it could be, though. I will say that. Like, he did make it tough. But he still scored 30. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like I understand it. And that just shows you how good he is, how transcendent he is. You know, we're watching a time where we're watching maybe the greatest player ever in LeBron go to the finals every single year with his eyes closed. And then we just so happen to be watching probably two of the four greatest scorers ever with KD and Harden. And then we have the greatest, undoubtedly, undoubtedly, no questions asked shooter of all time. We're in an era right now where we should be appreciating what we're watching. Yeah. We're watching NBA pros come up the court with two guys trapping them, not even giving a fuck about the other pros on the court. The other guys getting paid millions of dollars to play the same game. Wide open. Yeah, we don't give a fuck if that guy shoot shoot your head off. We what we gonna do? We're getting the ball out of Steph Curry's hand. People coming up guarding James Harden from behind. We're not letting this man come in and do no no step backs on us. He goes in line every game. No, we're not letting this seven foot center. Come down, pump from the three, shimmy on us, lay it up with the left, and then go make the light, the free throw 89, 90%. We're not letting that happen. And then you got another guy. <laughs> He's seven foot. We're watching something we ain't never seen before. The philosophy of basketball is fucked up. It's nasty. It's done. You got... <laughs> if you would have told Mike and them when they were playing that, yo, people are going to be coming down and shooting from 40. People are going to be coming down averaging 37, 
just like you, Mike, with nine nine assists. Mike might look at you like he cra- like you crazy. The game ain't going to evolve that much. Thanks. We're in a different place, man. So I don't understand how it could be crazy to say to say what you're seeing. Like you're seeing something you'll never see again. I think you're completely right. Like we, it's just hard though sometimes because like it's it's hard to put your biases aside. Like that's I'm a Kobe bull. We know he better than Bron. I don't give a. F- <laughs> yoody, yoody. I, I do. I do mean that in my heart. I know you do. But I'm also biased. If someone want to argue with me that LeBron's better than him, I'm gonna have the argument just because that's my guy. <laughs> and if you can win the argument, then I'm gonna give you that. Yeah, he's better than me. <laughs> but like, outside of that bias, I don't think people can put those biases and those preferences aside and just say, yeah, I mean, KD might be better offensively than than Michael Jordan. That ain't saying Michael Jordan can't score. <laughs> it ain't saying Michael Jordan never averaged 37. It's not either or. It's there's a it's a so it looks it looks like can't nobody on earth do nothing with that. <laughs> Including that guy that y'all saying is scoring at a high clip because the man's seven foot. Looks like an alien. Everybody's a I mean, just, him. everybody's a cone. Everybody is a little orange cone on the floor when he's shooting. He doesn't miss because of a defender. He misses because he missed. This is because his mechanics was messed up that time. And it's like, like I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he had an off night because he was tweeting too much. I don't know. Maybe like the only person that can really affect him is my guy Ben Simmons. I don't know. Who? Huh? The bull with the shooting sleeve that don't shoot? He don't even wear the shooting sleeve. Stop saying that. You go. I've, I've been hearing you going around talking about the shooting sleeve thing. It's real funny and real cute, but he don't even wear the shooting sleeve no more. So can you fuck off? Thanks. <laughs> well, I thank you for listening then, Ben, because look, <laughs> you've been playing great. <laughs> you've been playing real aggressive. Now, how the Sixers knees? Maybe you heard me. <laughs> yeah. You ever think of that? You should thank me. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I'm just saying. God. So I'm wait, can we, can we talk about this KD thing though, real quick? That everybody's all mad about? There's well, well, there's two things. One. One, how did you feel about KD leaving the game yesterday, too? I felt like me personally, because there's a lot of mixed emotions, especially people who bet on the game. I bet on the game and I was <laughs> you were livid. <laughs> but like, not like. I feel as though, like, Katie, why are you not playing that game? Like, everybody wants to talk about, oh, you know, Braun starting this movement of, you know, guys taking time off, which Braun didn't even really start. Kawhi started, if we're really going to be honest. But whatever narratives that people just throw out there. But people are talking about, you know, oh, you know, Katie should have played. Katie should not have played. I believe Katie should have played, bro. It's a it's a bone bruise. Like, you need as many reps as as possible. I think um, 
kind of like this is the similar situation to when Braun was in Miami and they ran into a very cohesive team like the Dallas Mavericks were and they had a lot of issues because when they were in like tight spots and, and difficult predicaments and weren't just blowing teams out they kind of didn't know how to handle their roles on the floor and like when you get to playoff basketball every team's good every team's talented it's about who's cohesive enough and who knows the role enough to to be successful night in night out on the floor so like for him not to play, I feel like that was just like, and we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs. I feel like that's not like, I, I feel like they're absurdly confident which they can be. You've got three elite scorers on your team. Like that's, 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 we've never really seen that before, but at the same time, this is a team game. And at the end of the day, you are going to have to learn how to play together. And I just don't know if they necessarily had enough time to all play together at once. And also Harden was out too. So maybe that was another reason why he didn't play. See, I disagree. I disagree because that Heat team lost because Brown wasn't ready to win at that point. You he needed he needed that he needed that that final push and assertive statements from Wade, like, "Yo, bro, you're the best man in the league, bro. We can't have this shit no more." And then he went off and he turned it. That's roles. That, that's your role. That's not understanding your role on the floor. No, 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 no. They lost because of that. Bron wasn't sure of Bron yet. This team isn't young like that. They're not. They're young together. Yes, I agree. But I also don't think that you need reps from KD in a game like that because – I look at this shit a little differently. Once I saw him limping around, I said, there's no way he plays the rest of the game. Because teams are trying to win championships. We did not go get KD and James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Blake Griffin and Steve Nash and Jacques Vaughn to have motherfucking Kevin Durant fuck his body up against the Heat in a random game. Now, listen. Should he have played? Maybe. But this is going to be the problem, and this is the thing that I, I, I don't feel like people are really paying attention to. Not even paying attention to. It's just like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, you probably want to see KD play. Of course. Everybody wants to see KD play. Did it look like it's not too much of an injury, not that big of an injury? Five contusion? Okay. Those things take a couple of days to heal. Five contusions fucked up. I'm sure you hit that before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That ain't that's yeah. it's not, but listen, bro, that's you're not you're not coming you're off about health. You're not coming off of an Achilles tear. You are not coming off of a strained hammy. You're not coming off of 31 points in 27 minutes the night before. I mean the game before. And you're not doing all of this in the totality of a shortened season when the entire league is now hit with the injury bug. So that had nothing to do with whether KD could have played. I'm sure if it was a playoff game, he would have played. But you know what the Nets did? They looked around and said, well, shit. The whole Clippers just sat a game against the Sixers. The whole team. <laughs> well, Paul George played. Paul George played. Paul George played. Paul George played. Okay. But still, he was a he was going to be a scratch. Donovan Mitchell's out. Jamal Murray's out. 
There's injuries all over the place. And this is the only time that I feel like I'm okay with what happened because I'm usually a, man, just try to play through that shit, boy. But for the sake of what's going on right now, I'm cool with whatever teams is like, yo, we're going to put our best players in bubble wrap because we're here to win a fucking championship, not a game in April. I mean, Jimmy didn't play either last night, so. Is he hurt? He made See what I'm saying? And the other thing is, like, guys know that, like, these off days are not randomly planned. Like, the teams know when these guys are not playing upcoming weeks. Like, I'm cool with KD not playing. Because I don't want to come and see – because then if he gets hurt or if he's, like, less than 100% and they lose early, it's, I told y'all these niggas is not good about it not even accepting the fact that, oh, well, shit, so-and-so is still hurt because y'all wanted him to play against the fucking Heat in April. I want to see good playoff basketball, not good April basketball. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. But you I- have, Just imagine. Just imagine. KD is playing the last game of the season. He gets hurt. The Nets can't even fucking play with that dominant three that we thought they were going to have in the finals because y'all niggas complained about him not playing against the fucking Heat or the Pacers the last two games of the season. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> not here for I get it, though. But it's always big picture with that type of shit. Especially if you're the team who's, who's who's tasked with keeping those guys healthy. Yeah, I know why, but it's just like I <clears throat> I just felt like he could have played. But I mean, I guess it's just a lot of levels to KD this week because people are up in arms. You said what? The Twitter goat. People are up in arms about this KD shit, and he was on the podcast. The um. Uh, with Gilly the Kid and, and Wallow, Philly yeah. shit. Um, oh, wow. um, uh, what is it, the Million Dollar Birthday Game podcast or whatever? But so they asked him who's his top five teammates that they ever played with. And because he said Serge Ibaka is his fifth, and then the video was cut there, people are up in arms saying, damn, why he throwing shade? How could he forget about Russ? Blase, blase. But the full video drops and the full conversation drops about how he then says he asked who he forgot they said i ain't gonna say and then they said russ and then he was like oh yeah i'm tripping i'm tripping i'm tripping he literally said that he was tripping and then proceeded to place him at the fourth position and bump down clay like, what are we really talking about can we stop trying to conjure up these stories and narratives about these guys I told you people fucking hate KD, bro. They hate that he went to the Warriors. They hate that he won the chips. They hate that he beat Brian in them chips. They hate the move. They hate all that shit. It's corny. I get it. Maybe he misspoke. And even if he did forget Russ for a second, oh, the fuck well. The people that I mentioned before are all champions. Except James, who I'm closer probably with than you, Russ. Who knows? Probably. Who knows? Maybe he mentioned Serge before Russ because Serge might just be the better teammate of of all those guys. Who knows? People love Serge. Big ass scarves, cooking guy. Heavy scarves guy. Heavy scarves and cooking bull. 
seems like a cool guy. But what we're not going to do is try to turn this into, yo, oh, there's beef between them guys. It's like, all right, man. KD can't win for losing. He can't lose for winning. Damn sure he can't. To lose, lose for that guy, man. Mm-hmm. To lose, lose for him. I, like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think so either. What do you think about him saying that the whole Brooklyn Nets team thinks that Little Baby is the best artist out right now? I agree. I think that's crazy. That's tough. You honestly and truly want to know? I'd actually, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't ask the question if I didn't want to fucking know. Well, whoa. <laughs> not even the song. Not the <laughs> song, just whoa. Oh, you, thought you, you thought you was clever. You like that one? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think think, um, that's all because of James Harden. Like when you come in to a team and you just put your imprint on the team on the court, it trickles into the locker room. We already saw him in Atlanta. He was passing out honey buns. Is that when he got into the locker room? Everybody in that locker room made a honey bun for sure. 100%. That's just they don't be in honey buttons. <laughs> they win a chip. You better believe little baby gonna be in that draw. For sure. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> For sure. That's all James Harden doing, man. That's all. I mean, baby tough. Baby probably the hottest out right now. He got a he got a he got a hold on shit, man. He come on a feature and niggas listen. Too bad he didn't win album of the year. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't, I don't even. We don't even want you to be on your on your Kanye shit, bro. We just gonna leave it as to be determined. We just we just gonna leave. It. I mean, we could talk music if you want to next time. Well, that'll be TBD. Oh, whoa, whoa. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Fuck this. One more.